So welcome back to um, FPIA Football Philosophy and All Things Irish. This is just a wee, um, a wee check-in and we're going to talk about the um, the football podcasts that we're, we're going to do in the next few weeks. So if you've been keeping in touch, all of our all of our uh, 10 listeners, you will know that um, we've done four different podcasts already. Um, and um, we're looking to do do a few different ones in the next few weeks. Um, one that's one that's definitely cropped up is um, Barcelona's dream team um, under Johan Cruyff. Um, so we're going to be doing that very soon. Um, they join us in this conversation. We've got we've got Dermot on the line, our uh, our main football correspondent. He's Hi everyone. Hope yep. well. Dermot just took a shower before the podcast tonight, so he's he's uh he's looking I got, well. I got a, I got to look good for all the female listeners, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dermot, uh, what was I going to say there? So, so we were going to do the uh, the Barcelona dream team because obviously it's a it's a very you know iconic the like the almost like the AC Milan team. It's a very iconic team, and you've got this idea of Johan Cruyff being a, you know, one of the one of the the masters of, of world football and stuff, um, and then you've got the the players who went through during that time period, starting with Mark Hughes and Gary Lineker, and right up to Hadji and Stoch Goff and Romario, just a Ronald Koeman, for example. Yeah. So that's 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 an amazing team. So that definitely warrants a discussion. Um, what other ones were you talking about, Dermot, that uh, you were thinking about doing? Well, the sort of, the, the big sort of obvious one that, you know, that um, that, that, that sprung to mind, uh, because because we're sort of reaching the end of this decade, um, so it's, the you know, the, the end of the 2010s, I was thinking, you know, that Messi and Ronaldo, uh, how they've dominated this, this decade, just you know that that would be a, a real great one to do. I know that you know there's absolutely tons of stuff out there where you know on both of them and then on comparing them. But I think you know we can put our unique sort of Irish slant on it. You know, to, you know, and really uh, give our listeners a unique sort of take on it or our own personal take on it. I think you're right. It's kind of a, it's kind of an overexhausted topic, but at the same time, you know, maybe if you look at it in a kind of way in which, like, how how Ronaldo and Messi have been so, you know, comparing them to the stars of, you know, like take Margot van Basten or or Diego yeah. Maradona. Um, you know, like people are talking about this film made about Maradona that's in the cinemas right now, and like. Yeah. How, Maradona didn't really have any protection, and but, like there's there's footage yeah. there's footage of him being swarmed by fans all the time, and nowadays how like uh, you know superstars like Ronaldo and Messi, you know they've got dietitians, they've got uh, you know personal trainers, they've just got they're they're really well catered for and well really well put, uh, protected, so maybe we can actually look at you know the 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 competition the rivalry between Ronaldo and Messi in a kind of um in the context of how they're much more protected from um from superstars of yesteryear you know what i mean so that might yeah. be an interesting take on it yeah that would be an interesting take but i think also just the fact that that these those two players have had now you know 10 years plus of 
you know, the, a, a goal scoring record each season that's that's come, never been seen before. And we're and we're able the the level of consistency is the thing that's absolutely outstanding. To do that it. for ten consecutive years is. It's true. It's almost they've kind of been that consistent. They've got a bit boring, like you know what I mean. Yeah, um, but, but I, I still I still really enjoy watching Messi. To be fair, you know I think that last game against Arsenal, yeah. or sorry Liverpool, even in the first leg, you know I noticed that um, I noticed that we Suarez especially, but Messi as well. There was just times where he didn't have the legs. You know what I mean? For example, yeah. it would it would have got the ball. Um, in the Liverpool half, and he would have had two players to beat, and you yeah. could see him. You could see him kind of holding the ball up, whereas normally it would have it would have went at them. You know what I mean? So yeah, well, there's no doubt about it. Ronaldo and Messi, um, they have been massively consistent, but they are coming to the tail end of their games. Um, but you're right. You know, no matter what, the fact that they've been so consistent, they've broken loads of records. You know, it's you have to you have to give recognition to that. And if we yeah. could, if we could discuss them in a way that's kind of fresh, that would be great. You know. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure you know we 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 will be able to have a fresh you know offer a fresh take on it and uh, and hopefully in an engaging, exciting way that that our viewers will enjoy or not so, viewers, sorry, listeners. <laughs> oh, right. I um I was going to say there, Dermot. So you, we've got the Barcelona dream team under Johan Cruyff. We've got the whole Messi Ronaldo rivalry. Um, I was thinking about doing something about um the ten most entertaining players that have foreign players who have arrived in the Premier League right from it started. You know what I mean? Yeah. So um that would be a good one. And then you were you were talking about um a Premiership all time top eleven. Um, yeah. which would also be good. I think for the the top ten most ex- entertaining foreign players, you know, you've got players like um, Sola, you've got players like Tony Yaboa, you've got players like Bergkamp, and you know, players who Ravenelli for Ravenelli for example, maybe. yeah, maybe. Yeah. You know, these players that were really like you know, boys like. Janino, for example. So I think that would be a cracker. Um, I think yeah. there's a lot, there's a lot of excitement over that um, period in the Premiership when those players were about. You know what I mean? Because yeah. foreign, foreign players had just really started arriving in abundance back then. You know, we yeah. we root hulled and stuff, and so we could definitely do that. And then we were on about the um, Premiership um, best eleven. What what other ones were you thinking about? Well, I was also thinking about doing uh, Klopp's Liverpool and uh, Pochettino's uh, Tottenham. Um, but also, I mean, I just as you were talking there about those exciting players, I was also thinking about maybe a, um, say, like, really uh, great players, but their their career was destroyed by injury. So say, like, people like Torres and, and uh, Brazilian Ronaldo. Um, yes. maybe for listeners to remember, um, there was a Portuguese guy, um uh, what was it? Uh, oh, Futre, no? Oh yes, that's it. Yeah, Futre. Yeah, oh, yeah. He, right. he was an abs- He was like a superstar, and he got injured, and then obviously Van Basten. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of sort of uh, for every for people like Messi and Ronaldo. There's also then the, the there's those great players who, who you know sadly got injured and destroyed their career, and um, you know that's that's another thing that Messi and Ronaldo have been very lucky in that they've avoided serious injury. So. Uh, yeah, I think those, you know, those, you know, because Torres um, has just has just retired there recently, and it brought up this whole 
debate about you know what would have happened if he didn't get injured was he would you would you even put Andy Carroll on that bracket? Uh, um, I, I, I don't think he's quite in the Torres, uh, you know, Brazilian Ronaldo um, bracket. But what a, what a, know, what in a way, way, what sorry? about Tony Cascarino? He always he always had a sore <laughs> neck, didn't he? <laughs> Uh, get back Tony on for the last five minutes. Uh, yeah, that's right. Tony Cascarino, and, and he had the, he had like a sort of weird, like uh, kind of American type accent. I thought it was and weird. Then, yeah. And then I claimed, he, <laughs> and then I claimed that I had like uh, falsified the documents in order to get the Irish passport. Uh, I think uh, <laughs> Ireland had a few. Uh, Ireland, Ireland. Uh, Whoever has the job of seeking out the players for the international team, that would be a very uh, busy job. Must have to cross the world, you know, looking for like any anybody who's got like a granny and uh, you know, you know, some guy in in like Australia who's got an Irish granny or. <laughs> but you know, speaking of Ireland, I think a really good one would be um, just uh, looking at all the the World Cups that Ireland's qualified for and just. Um, Tracing the kind of the group stages and um, how they qualified and the, the key players during that period, I think that would be a big one. Ah, um, uh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. There's, mass, there's massive nostalgia for that type of thing. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, and Jackie Charlton stays like. Um, oh, yeah, Jackie Charlton in two, 2002 with Mickey McCarthy. You know the the whole King debacle and uh, that's it. That, so that, we could look yeah. back at Ireland's World Cups camp campaigns as well. Um, yeah. Any other ones come to mind? Um, well, you know, we, we're trying to, I suppose we're trying to keep it relatively recent in terms of like, uh, you know, not going, as we were discussing, you know, before, you know, not not going back too far, you know, in, ter- in terms of like the 1950s or 60s, although obviously... So you, you, know, you were on about doing something about Dixie Dean, weren't you? <laughs> That's it, or... Uh, <laughs> What do you call the guy? Um, Stanley oh, Matthews. Stanley Matthews, yeah. Uh, yeah, like how he was, he was playing like in the FA Cup final when he's like 50 years old. Imagine, let's see if Ronaldo or Messi can do that. Uh, and, uh, that would be a good one. Or there's all those legends of the 19th century, you know. <laughs> the, so, Victorian, the Victorian uh, age. I was going to say... Um, I was thinking about not yeah you know one one that I was thinking about there I remember I remember I was in Spain and uh I was I was living there at the time and uh I was I was staying in Alicante and um yeah. just when I was there it, it, there happened to be a, the local team Hercules was playing one of the local teams was playing Barcelona in their their equivalent of the FA Cup yeah. So um, it was actually about it was about four years ago, maybe. So it was at the time Barcelona were were really good, and you know yeah. they they had that brilliant team, and they had they actually you know they had Neymar and Messi and Suarez, and they just had that great side. And um, but anyway, um, I wanted to go to the match obviously because I was scanning in the area and stuff, and I'd never never seen them players. Yeah. But I went to watch it, and um, no, I went to inquire about getting a ticket, and I found out that a ticket it was only like the second round of the cup. It wasn't like the quarterfinals or semifinals, and uh, the ticket was actually um, 
something like 75 euros for you know for spain at that time 75 euros could go a long way um, so kind of out of principle i decided not to go you know because i, I kind of thought like you know i kind of knew the attitude of, of boys like neymar and stuff and just like you know there i was i didn't have much money at the time when i was paying 75 euro for a ticket they watch boys who you know just just had a bad attitude towards you as a, a you know, as a fit, football spectator. So yeah. that's one then. So it's following on from that story. One thing I would like to do is, um, I would like to look at um, why the cost of uh, football tops are so expensive. Um, yeah. You know, it's it's more of a kind of, um, it's more of an environmental thing and and kind of like, um, you know. I've always thought football is is one thing where, you know, the ma- I haven't gone to many matches to be honest. Um, I'm sure there is there is some cheap tickets like, but um, I think basically I think there's a massive gap between the people who actually the 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 income of the people who actually watch football and um, the, the obviously the footballers and the the you know the the people involved in football who are actually making an absolute fortune and uh, i think i think like you know if you know i've always wondered why sometimes you know obviously everybody thinks about this like but why um you know some some football well some football clubs clubs did boycott teams like you know chardon and some other teams were boycotting blackpool maybe as well um but you know you know it shouldn't be expected that someone you know people from a working class background who are on a small enough wage are like you know dedicating a lot of their income towards like buying these tops you know like you yeah. take you take the man united top or any top to be honest you know nine 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 football jerseys out of ten are going to be almost identical to the one last year like yeah and yet boys are oh. boys are forking out like how much how much is it even for a top I haven't bought one in years like I think it's, 65 it's, I think it's going towards the 100 even like 100 pounds mark to be honest so it's, I haven't bought one for a long time as well uh, yeah. but but yeah I, I, as you were saying that I was thinking actually I was reading recently about you know the uh, the Copa America in Brazil where yep. like most of the stadiums are all half empty because um, the actual the normal Brazilian fans just can't afford to go to the matches and um, the greedy uh tournament organizers have just made the price very expensive and their their economic kind of policy is that they're still going to make uh, a ton of profit because they're you know they'll have like lots of like tourists and uh different uh, sort of richer people in the in the in the, in the continent who he'll, he'll, or, or in the country who'll go to the matches but the actual uh normal brazilian people can't go to the matches but i think that's as it brought to mind as well, you know, the when you think of people like Matt Bobsey, he used to say to the United players, you know, uh, you know, this is this is a game for for the dockers and the factory workers to yep. to come and enjoy at the weekend. You know, that was why it was meant to be entertaining. You know, so your your guy who's down the mines the whole week would would then on a Saturday be able to have a few beers and watch the football, entertain, you know, have and have a have a laugh with his friends, you know, or bring his yep. bring his kids, you know. But yeah, that you're you're totally right. Yeah, that there is a like now it's it's become a complete corporate uh, cash cow. You know, it's a it's very sort of cynical and um, 
you know, there's, a, there's, a, there's uh, there. I think there are some countries like Germany who are trying to make the the ticket prices more in line. With heard, the, yeah, I've heard uh, that about German income. German football uh, stadiums. Yeah, so that, but I think, but England, England has a very sort of almost like American type sort of free industry, you know, attitude of you can't, you you can never cap prices or you're not allowed to and get involved in the market, you know, it's meant to be like a free open market, you know, um, which is, you know, which, you know, in a way it's a, it's an absolute disgrace. Like, cause the normal fans is what it's all about. You know, that's, yeah, that, that's, that, uh, that's definitely one discussion we'll have to come back yeah, to. Yeah. And, um, yeah, we'll definitely. try, we'll try and like, um, we'll try and, um, crowbar it on the certain discussion, which gives it the best kind of, you know, best kind of, uh, yeah, Intensity, but we could, uh, even, we could even do like a sort of a like a, a state of the game type one if you don't anymore. We talk about yeah. the current the current state of football, and Aye. we could even put that put that particular issue, the financial, uh, the the issue of fans and and with with the with all the merchandise and with the ticket prices, how how does that affect the normal fan? You know, like so, yeah, yeah, that would be a great one. Um, so we, we've got quite a few there going on. We've got the, the Barcelona Dream Team and then we've got the whole thing related to the entertaining foreigners and the Premiership, the Premiership yeah. um, Select 11. And then we've got the Pochettino Club. Um, we've got the the thing about the price of football tickets um, and the state of the game. Um, mm-hmm. Another great one, obviously, you know, it's very um, topical with the, the, the film out at the moment, Diego Maradona. Um, that's that's one that we'll definitely have to do. Um, oh yeah, there's so much like we were saying before that Maradona is a, a gift that keeps giving. You know what I mean? But um, that's a that's that's a massive one. Um, doing something on Diego Maradona, probably one of the most complex and interesting characters that's come out of world football, really. Oh uh, yeah. Um. So if we if, if we've got that, that should. That should keep us going for a while. Um, part of the reason for doing this week kind of um, this week kind of refresher was to give uh, our listeners um, a chance as well. They suggest some um, possible titles for the podcast. Um, so anybody who is listening out there and um, was that complete? Was that, was that radio silence, Dermot? Oh no, no, no! I'm I'm listening to you. <laughs> you're, you're still there. I was letting you speak. Uh, <laughs> I, was but, uh, speak. I, was, I was saying uh, anybody who's who's out there and would like us to, to talk about a particular topic, then they can send suggestions to um, FPA, FPA sports 123 at gmail.com. So that's uh, FPA sports at, um, and, sorry, FPA sports 123, the numbers at um, gmail.com. Um, so I think that's um, the idea, Dermot, wasn't it? The um, it was to do the the ten the ten different episodes. So we've had four already. Um, yeah. So we've done another six. The next episode, which will be um, made live fairly fairly um, shortly, will be the one on um, Johan Cruyff's dream team at, yeah. at Barcelona, um, and then afterwards, like we were discussing tonight, the other ones. Um, yeah. But I think that's that's really hot, Dermot, isn't it? Do you have anything? Yeah, I would just, I would do you just anything? say. A, yeah, I would just say a massive thank you to our listeners. Um, you know, we're 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 quite new uh, in, in the podcast industry, um, and we're we're 
you know, we're very thankful and grateful to all our, our, our fans out there here around the world who are listening. And uh, I hope you guys are enjoying and keeping the faith and give us feedback uh, to the email address, you know, that, that, uh, that Jonathan's just uh, just told you guys. And, uh, yeah, just if you have any ideas for, for a podcast, anything that you would like to hear us talk about, you know, let us know and uh, keep listening and keep sharing with all your friends. Yep, that all sounds yeah. great, Dermot. Yeah. Um, we'll we'll be back online very very shortly for the uh, Johan Cruyff's um, amazing dream team. Um, talking about yeah. players, Georgie Hadji, um, Stoich Goff, and, and uh, Ronald Koeman, Romario. Um, you know, Johan Cruyff obviously died died um, three years uh, ago. That's and, it, yeah. Um, He's, he's highly admired by by all people across the world, you know, especially in the footballing community. Um, you know, whenever you whenever you talk about people like Johan Cruyff, you know, everybody's got a real sensible word they say on him. You know, you know, it's kind of like one of these one. You know, all these all these massive you know kind of descriptions come out. You know, like the god of football and you know oh. European master and all this carry on like. But it's kind of Whenever you compare him to guys like um, Diego Maradona, you know who. Um... Uh, <laughs> I think he, he has a more clean, uh, a more clean cut. In a more clean know, Mar- cut. Yeah, I mean, you know, Maradona obviously had a, a lot of you know personal issues. Like, but um, well, if there was like a Mount Rushmore, I think a Mount Rushmore of um, of sort of European football royalty or even world football royalty. I think Cruyff and like Beckenbauer, Telly, Maradona, those those would be etched into the into stone. And you might you might even you know add Messi and Ronaldo to that. But you know that's a discussion for another day. But but yeah, Cruyff, you know I know I know I know what you're saying that he's there is almost uh, sometimes it can seem like too much sort of um, reverence given. You know, like sort of just. Uh, that's but, t- t- too much reference. Yeah. Well, a lot of it's, uh, of course, a lot of it's justified. Like, but you kind of, you know, when people are paying those big lofty statements, you know, you kind of get away from the facts of what he actually did. But we'll come back to that anyway, Dermot. And um, yeah. so we've got our good, we've got a good brief anyway. And, and like we were saying, like Dermot was saying there, if anybody has any suggestions, um, just send them to um, fpasports123 at gmail.com and we'll be we'll be happy to take them along and, and develop them in the in the podcast ideas. But um, that will do us for tonight, Dermot, eh? Yeah, and, or if anyone would like to sponsor us, <laughs> that as well. Do, do you want to give out your bank details there, Dermot? <laughs> well, not <Yeah>. quite <laughs> <laughs> not quite yet. Not quite yet. You're open the offers, anyway. <laughs> yeah, we're we're open to offers. You know, we're on, we're in the market. You know, we're we're, we're in the capitalist game. All <laughs> right, <laughs> uh, that will do, Dermot. All right, thank you. Bye. Bye.